This is an emergency broadcast of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This is not a drill. Remove any children and pets from your home and go to your nearest shelter. Remember to at all times listen to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstances, trust what you see. And then, yeah, so we have a lot of material to, to cover, so... All right, yeah. Hello, and welcome to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Joining me, as always, is the I Want to Believe Adam. I am ChatGBT Topher. I will be filling in for Topher for the indeterminable oh, no. future. You're kidding, right? What's I'm your name? I'm an AI robot. An AI GBT- robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, keep going. Uh, I will be filling in for the undeterminable future dude could as you imagine could you as there are our podcasts i will be your host I mean, to our listeners it's a complete nightmare because they just listened to the intro which was an ai voice right <laughs> yeah and then the, the, and the then it comes back you and the, yeah <laughs> and well that's the, that's the thing is the ai just keeps going and going and going it's it's uh and yeah um ai is ai is 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 a very real part of this reality in my, well, and it's, my it's opinion taking our jabs <laughs> <laughs> so yes welcome everybody i am i want to believe adam does that make me um uh what's it called when you believe everything uh naive no you know, if i want to believe does that make me naive or susceptible to like uh psy-op? i think i think once you said it as a joke because <laughs> for listeners who want to come backstage with us real quick come on <laughs> Yes. Um, we we do this uh, podcast on Streamyard, and we can see each other's screens. But it's not it's not um, like pictures of us. It's we've got little avatars, and right. and Adams is uh, that old poster, you know, that's got the UFO on it that says "I want to believe." And I think you said it as a joke one time. You were like, "I want to believe, um, Adam," <laughs> and I keep using it as like your nickname. We'll come up with better nicknames as the show goes on. Yes, yeah. Or maybe uh, usually the listeners or the you know the fans come up with better better nicknames since uh you know you're out of the box looking in. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot going on this week. I we re-recorded last week's right, and that was uh we just published. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was fun. I really liked that episode. I I listened to it. It was uh. It's really know, good. a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. We went on for. Uh, like an hour. I mean, the, okay. The, so the first recording was like an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was way, I just, you know, and I, of course, was not there like, <laughs> me- mentally. And so it was just a lot of me going, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. It just was not very fun to listen to. So yeah, and, and, and you try to remember stuff, you're like, oh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we got it down to like an hour 20 and uh, it's yeah. pretty good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot more fun for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, and 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 again, uh, full disclosure, Adam is going to be out of the office for the next oh, cu- yes. couple of weeks. And Ooh. so oh, oh, oh. we are recording uh, some stuff ahead of time, which means there's going to be something huge that happens like tomorrow. I know, right? I'm I'm worried. I mean, I don't want to disclose too much, but I'm going out overseas, right? Like, yeah, somewhere in yeah. Europe. I'm just worried, like the whole Russia thing is going to get bad. I'm going to just get stuck there. Well, there's news there. I don't think we're going to cover it. I don't know yeah. how much you've been paying attention, and I, honestly, I don't really care. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just yeah, and we we can if we want if we have time to get to it, but you yeah. know, ultimately that stuff is just a distraction from yeah. what's really going on um, with this. And there's a lot changing. Um, so Congress is going to have uh, hearings. Uh, we did cover this, but now they have um, Representative Tim Burchett. Is uh, a Republican from Tennessee. He's going to lead the hearings, and dude, you know it's great that they have him doing that. Probably because he's been out in the in the media talking about this. They love what he says, and he's basically saying that the government's lying one hundred percent. So I love that he's <laughs> that he's the one in charge of the hearing. Yeah. <laughs> so here, let's give a listen to. Him. I, I'm sure people have, have. I mean, if if you're in this, you know who he is. If you're not, it's still a great uh, listen. It's something else out of this world, and. Um... You know, we've been covering this thing up since the 40s, since Roswell or before then, I believe. I don't I don't trust government. Hell yeah. Arrogance dude. about it. <laughs> and um, I think the American public can handle it and they need to release everything. And that includes if they in fact do have a craft, which I believe at some point there was we have uh, obtained some materials that are not of this world. Oh, yes, of course, the commercial comes in. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yet, right? That's what we want. Oh, no. No, one second, one second. Here That's we go. our. Woo. You just played our outro music a lot, uh, a lot <laughs> earlier than I was expecting. Bastards. You know, I just installed a, an ad blocker. I just did this because I was sick of seeing all those stupid ads mm-hmm. while I was presenting. <laughs> you know, and then this happened. So they, they, they figured out a way. They figured out, right? So you, got, you can't see it, but we're going to make sure you hear it. <laughs> you know what i mean they always find a way man if there's that's that's what always makes me laugh is so uh at work you know yeah. we've got a break area and i'll like try and go and watch something on my phone and of course yeah. the ads load perfectly uh-huh. and they're crystal clear and you can hear them and then i try and get to the video and it's just buffering 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 <laughs> of course of yeah of course. course they got they gotta get those ads to you man yeah that's they what they have to optimize to. for i mean just optimize for the ads forget the forget the real stuff you want to yeah. watch into right um he's a great but one it, it's it's yeah. cool he does he definitely seems like the guy that should be leading the thing yeah uh you know like leading the 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 what's the, the word I, yeah hearing yeah, um, good. I'm I'm excited to see what comes out. Me too, and because that means he's going to ask the real questions, you know. And you know, last last week or uh, last episode, we covered that. Now, you know, Wired magazine was saying, "Oh, UFO whistleblowers uh, meet uh, conspiracy theory." That's so theory. Funny. Congress, that's, right? So that's what they're going to say. That's so he- funny. I was while he was talking, I was thinking the exact same thing. Is they're going to call him a conspiracy theorist? Yeah. Because I was yeah. thinking about when we talked about that last episode. But yeah, let's. Uh, let's move on to to this next video. Yeah, so this is RFK Jr. Uh, he's saying he'll declassify all alien and UFO intelligence on day one. On the show, we've been discussing increased interest in aliens, UFOs. Congress recently uh, held historic hearings on Capitol Hill on the matter. Uh, whistleblower David Grush has claimed that these hearings fell short of sharing all the government knows with the American people going so far as to claim the government is in possession of actually non-human craft. So we'd love to know your thoughts on this. If you think there's UFO intelligence that should be declassified, um, you know, rather than having this guarded closely, whatever it is by military and U.S. intelligence agencies. All I can say is if they got it, it's one of the first questions I'm going to ask. <laughs> and I'm going to want to see the little fellas and their and their spacecraft. The and, I will, uh, and then disclose everything that I can. I'll disclose everything to the American public unless there's some really compelling reason 
a nod to, which I, you know, I don't, I, I don't anticipate, but I, I mean, I'm, I, I read the article by that guy, you know, about that whistleblower who's still in the military, and it just seemed very credible to me. But I don't know. I don't have any way of assessing it, and I guess they're taking it seriously on Capitol Hill, which I'm, I'm very happy about. I mean, I, I think everybody's curious about this. Everybody would love to know whether we're, we have, you know, whether we have company neighbors in the universe. It's really exciting. And I think, uh, I mean, I would, you know, I would, that's the kind of thing I think we should share with the American people and have discussions, philosophical discussions about what that means for us and, you know, what that means for our planet and you know how that and, and and particularly whether it's a good thing for us to continue to you know spend so much money fighting each other when maybe we should be trying to make this planet livable mm. and habitable and you know do all the other things i think it will be really good for us to know those things i, I suppose they want to keep it secret so they can you know weaponize those technologies yeah. or whatever they're i guess they you know they probably think they have good reasons for doing it but i think there's compelling reasons if they have that stuff that we should release it to people he knows it see it's it's all about the weaponizing of this weaponized but and he you know he knows that's the reason they want to weaponize it first at least i mean that's the excuse that fauci and all these people talk about creating these diseases right they say that well we need to weaponize it to understand that if we don't our adversaries are going to weaponize it and it's this paranoid thinking and do i blame them too i don't know what do you what do you think about that you know now just saying it out loud well crazy my first thought is that um He's living up to his last name and finding ways to get himself assassinated. <laughs> and uh, so second, um, I, I, I actually I really like RFK. I, yeah. He's not going to win because um, yeah. he's running as a Democrat and he's not yeah. he's not towing the the party line like he, right. he's supposed to be. They won't he's give not, it to him basically either. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, and he's a great speaker, but um, I feel bad because he just. It, he he his voice is his voice, I know. he just sounds like he, uh he spent his whole life being strangled and yeah, the fact that you know his family's been in politics probably means uh that he has spent his whole life being strangled <laughs> yeah it is i mean uh, he has a huge opportunity but like you said he's part of the democratic party which is like a communist he's, it's the party and he's a he's a he's a, uh, a classic democrat he is. He's a classic liberal. You know, he classic wants to liberal. liberalize yeah. people. Yeah, yeah he, he loves the First Amendment. He loves the Constitution. He loves our. He loves our, our uh, structure of government. You know, which is yeah. Which, yeah. That's a classic liberal. Yeah. Maybe he wants gun control. He's for the environment and these things, which means he's not. He's against corporations having such influence on the government. Now the Democrats love that. You know, it's that's why. Yeah, he's like an out. He's like an outsider well, now. Well, yeah, exactly, and and you know the last few things I've seen in the news about him is are just hit hit pieces, talking yeah. about you know how he's a, a dino, a, a Democrat name only, <laughs> you know, and all this other stuff, and talking about how, how he's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, you know, because he's willing to talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anti vaxxer Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what, everything's anti-vaxxing. No, let's. Well, not. yeah, I mean, have you heard what what's happened with him and? Uh, well, he was on the Joe Rogan show, right? RFK yes. Show. Yeah, and he was talking. Well, about and, and everyone knows if you go on Joe Rogan, you're a Nazi, no matter what your political <laughs> affiliation is. <laughs> yeah. So mainstream hate. But, no, I mean, 
his thing again you know against guns i don't agree with most of his platform i actually uh wholeheartedly support yeah um, yeah yeah Me i too. mean Me too. it would be great to see him in office but like i said i don't I can't remember if it was last show or the show before um but if there was ever a president that was going to release stuff about ufos and yeah aliens, it would be him it, it would have been trump um, oh Trump, yeah but he didn't either i think a lot of people are saying that he this the 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 classified stuff he took has to do with that why and that's why they're so going crazy over it I and mean, that's the only thing our government goes nuts over remember yeah. what's his name uh, a guy in the uk who like saw stuff that nasa had i mean we went oh. nuts over that guy trying to bring him over mckinnon yeah gary yeah. mckinnon yeah i mean fucking relax guys like they never did that to anyone you know like they they, they treated him almost as bad as assange uh, no kidding i mean <laughs> it just goes to show there has to be something yeah, you know something. super secret um yeah. going up in in space or you know at least the upper atmosphere i think um, it's a good segue, segue to this you sent me this deleted video from youtuber who witnessed the recovery operation of the alaska uap shootdown in february 23 oh, this is great stuff it, they, it's a deleted video. It's 10 minutes long. I didn't know. I didn't see the 10 minutes one, by the way. I didn't even know this was around. I saw like a five minute one. So I guess it was partially this where he was. He Okay. Basically, he's he's telling the viewers that that a UAP got shot down and it landed. So this guy, this guy right? he was working in like remote Alaska and got right. all this on film. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. You know what? More. No, not at all. Okay. Go ahead. So he, he was he was working remotely in in alaska someplace i'm assuming like very northern part and this was going on uh a few months ago when all those balloon sightings and shooting shooting downs were happening yeah he caught it all on film i mean he had jets on film flying over wherever he was uh, established or working and he saw the balloons fall i mean it's so it was a balloon well i sorry i said balloon i just said object um, but I, I said blue. Oh, yeah, I mean, look at this. I didn't know it was all he's this. Got, he's got Wait, helicopters. He's got the the refueling plane on what? Front, all Dude. this stuff. I mean, okay. So the reason I sent this to you is because yeah. our government said, "Oh, we shot them down. We can't right. find all this stuff." Right, it, right. it was all nonchalant, all casual. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I sent you this because this guy has on footage, you know, all this military uh, conduct happening on camera. Um, no boots on the ground footage, but he's got footage of helicopters. He had the F-22s on, on camera. He's got, um, I don't know what they called the refueling plane for. Yeah, other I think, planes. yeah. Uh-huh. When they, when they, when they refuel in the air. Right. Air, right? Exactly. All right, wait, um, wait, let's, let's, pray, let's press play. One second. That was yep. what we're seeing up here. Pretty crazy military activity. Uh, the whole reason I made this video is kind of draw some attention to my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check it out, Backcountry Alaska, it's everything I do up here. Thanks. Backcountry Alaska. Right, guys. Here's something going on right here. Yeah, hold on. He's got this. Now, this could be, this could just be a cargo plane or something because they get out cargo planes that land a dead horse, which is right over there. And I'm watching it take off, and it looks like a 730. So the audio is not great. Basically, yeah, I skip it. Yeah, go ahead. Because it's really windy too. Right, it's super windy. Windy. The the audio is not great. He's stationed near a not. I don't want to say station because I don't. As far as I know, he's not military. 
but he's next to wherever he's working, whatever he's doing, he's next to yeah. an airport and he's filming all this military aircraft come out of the airport. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, obviously something was going on. And if you'll notice, no one is talking about this anymore. No one gives two two shits no. about the media blackout. News. I mean, the media the media was talking about this. Yeah. But then once they said, and then, "Oh yeah, <laughs> we lost it," <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. And then it completely went away because they got to talk about Ukraine and Russia. Oh yeah, of course. So they're still going around. He's showing. They're going around. They are looking for it. So they did shoot something down. It's obvious. Yeah. Because you can no. talk about. From from they like to sunset, it's the whole day they were doing. Yeah, it. that's why. Huh. Anyway, I, anyway I but now it's deleted. A, yeah, it, and it got deleted. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was really cool. A cool video. Obviously, you know, something with the balloon, quote unquote, balloons going down. Um, there's more to that story that we're not ever going to hear again. As usual, you know, was it three that got shot down when, yeah. that, when that balloon thing started happening? Yeah, I mean, it is strange. But see, even see, yeah. and here's the thing: we're we're sitting here, and I I have this problem. I'm calling them balloons too, and yeah. you know, clearly they're not balloons. But I, I you know, we're so brainwashed. You know, the yeah. the media do, has done such a great job. Anyway, let's <laughs> even since Roswell, dude, it was it was a balloon. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, really quick. Have you heard the theory about Roswell is that uh, the Soviet Union Union oh, yeah. uh, put a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, malformed yes. or experimented on children experimented on, yeah, and threw it, on, threw it yeah, over the bo- yeah. border, essentially? That's one of the funniest things so I've ever ridiculous. heard in my life. So ridiculous. As a, as a psyop to scare us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yet we All still right. don't know how the craft works. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, sorry, go ahead, please. So, this is Belgrade, Serbia. You sent me this. There's a lot of glowing stuff going around, which is weird. Yeah. But here's a glowing UFO in Serbia. There was one also in. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's really not family friendly. I remember he's like, he's that's okay. He's F bombing every two seconds. This <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I mean this goes on, but look at this thing. It's just glowing. So uh, to our listeners, uh there's this thing in Serbia hovering over Ooh, it um, flew away. It flew away. Wherever Belgrade is, and it's this glowing object. Clearly, there's something um you know, some uh, 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 an actual UFO flying yeah. over um, wherever they are. Just hover. I don't know where Belgrade is. Serbia. Well, there's a Belgrade in Montana too. That's the oh, Belgrade oh, this is Belgrade, Serbia. And this, but this is Belgrade, Serbia. Yeah. Right. Anyway, still also just you know compelling footage. It's not the moon. It's not stars. It's oh. not fucking skydivers. With no, with uh, flares attached to their ankles, I mean, all you have to hear here's the here's the look at it. And the, the zoomed in, the zoomed in part is really the, freaky because that's a diamond shaped. Yeah, it looks like the sun. Look at that in the middle. It's like a vortex. Okay, so there. this goes along with all of the very. It's a very common UFO um, sighting is where it looks like it's glowing like a lava lamp. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 
and you know, it, it just goes to the electromagnetic uh, part of the propulsion. You know that. Yeah. That now we've you know we've understood for so long. Uh, that's and that's why probably they're trying to keep this physics away from us, the electric universe. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep us dumbed down. But yeah, look at that thing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna see other footage too. I didn't include another one from Argentina. Did you see that one that was falling? A ship that was falling uh, from Argentina. I can't remember. If so I it was blowing too. It looked very eerily similar, uh, similar to that. And then you sent another one of a humanoid. We'll sh- we'll look at that one too. That one uh, actually really freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> we'll get to that because uh, I, I honestly, I truly do not have a. There's no. What's the rational explanation for that? I don't. Know. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get we'll get Wait, to we it. Get, should I try and find it? Wait a minute. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That's in the chat. If I, if I, if I can find it. And then we can just skip, skip over. But yeah, I mean, I, and that one is in Brazil too. Yeah. Oh, here it is. No, wait, not this one. Not this one. What? I was pretty sure I had it. Oh, here it is. Why would I skip over it? Oh no, that's not this one. Okay, so really quick, uh, South America, Central America, and they're they're a lot more um, open to UFO experiences, as in. Yeah, uh, the government's not so closed off about it as the U.S. And, government, and they don't shoot them down, right? I don't think that yeah. their governments are hostile to them. We're hostile. And if you ever have a couple hours you want to kill, uh, there are some really, really compelling, interesting, and just straight out bizarre um, UFO sightings that have happened in like places like Brazil just so yeah, weird yeah yeah and, and uh but but then maybe there is a reason to be hostile against it because the ones in brazil uh you talk, you talk about the ones i remember in the 70s they were they were like beaming down lasers on them like they were actually very aggressive against the people right the indigenous village yeah i mean you, you, there was a fishing village uh where a lot of people got yeah were hurt that the government was looking into um i remember that one but there's also okay we i think we've talked about this off the air or maybe it's been on a previous episode i can't remember do you remember that what what was it uh chile um where that there was a huge like ufo like people had had filmed it flying across the sky uh, across the sky and uh, uh, helicopters were chasing it it got shot down and then all that got scrubbed from the oh internet. that was brazil was it also in Brazil? Yes, that was Brazil. It was on Reddit, and it was live, and there was, it was all these updates, and they deleted it all, right? De- completely deleted it. It was nuts. So wait, it's not on the Wayback Machine or anything? Has anyone checked that? I'm sure they I, I, You know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Whoa, man, that was weird. You just reminded me of that. I remember that now. It's always something violent, yeah. though, down there. And see, and well. Brazil videos are... Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're yeah, yeah, I've seen those. It's too, always yeah. like... Uh, off-duty cop shoots yes. it. <laughs> exactly. Shoot like, who's that chick shooting that criminal? Like, oh, it's an off-duty cop in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got the favelas down there. I mean, Brazil, beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've never been, but I'd love to go. Um, but they're yeah, I've always you know, told don't go if you don't have a if you don't know someone <laughs> that lives there or something. I've got someone who lives close, so all right, good, yeah, good enough. So, uh, uh, just moving along, uh, of course, since, you know, Republicans are conspiracy theorists, yep. Senator says UFO whistleblower claims are pretty close to briefing he received. Not good. This is Quote, uh, unquote, not good. Yeah. Senator Josh Howley uh, definitely doesn't sound ready to dismiss David Grush's UFO claims. 
He goes, um, oh, wait, this is Grush saying that. But the senator goes, uh, uh, is this a senator? The takeaway from that is they had thousands of sightings of, of these things over the years, which was news to me. So I'm not surprised necessarily by these latest allegations of Grush he's talking about, because it sounds pretty close to what they kind of grudgingly admitted to us in the briefing. It's not good. None of it's good. I think we want to get to the bottom of this. I think it's disturbing. Holly said when reacting to Grush's claims, according to Wired.com. Oh, that's the Wired.com article about conspiracy theorists. <laughs> that's a great photo of an alien, by the way. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> do, you, do you remember a few? Uh, I guess it's been a couple of months. I, we talked about that photo that I had sent you of the tall. I mean, it was. Oh a, yeah, it, the yeah. One in the, the one in the garage. That one. Uh, was well, outside of a garage, but yes, oh. and I, and I, I sent it to my mom, and she immediately sent back, "Oh, that's a painting." Yes, yes, I was yes. So upset right. about that. <laughs> it's a painting. Uh, well, I mean, yes, it does. Oh, you... yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit. This is great. So let's yes, uh, yeah. So the oh yeah, uh, but Canada's doing other things too. But yeah, a top Canadian official apologizes to Unvax. She's. She is the premier of Alberta, which is a really big uh, province in Canada. She's uh, she's apologizing for COVID, and she's saying we were wrong, the unvaxxed. This is a pretty big deal since the COVID well, thank, pandemic. Thank, yeah. thank God she's apologizing. I mean, it's definitely not like three or four years too late at this point. <laughs> but Fuck I that. thought I, we thought no one would ever apologize because they never do. You know? Yeah, they, but I mean, like this isn't a big story or anything. I mean, you had to dig to find this, right? I did. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's, it's not nowhere. And this is a slay news. I don't even know if it's slay news, but exactly. But she mandated people to wear masks and and uh, and people lost their jobs because they weren't vaccinated because of uh, vaccine mandate. So anyway, it's cool. She's saying sorry. I think she's one of the first politicians to do that. Actually, no one has. Well, no, he didn't either. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone's apologized. No. Yet. Well, who apologized in the UK was the PR company that was responsible for all the propaganda. They said, sorry for us instilling fear in you. We should not have done that. I mean, that was just something else. Yeah, for me, it's way too late for an apology. I mean, okay, I'll take that apology and I'll do what with it? You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. How's that going to help? Well, I mean, Canada is, I don't know why it coincides with this. That's going on, but now Canada and the UFO, the UAP subject. Um, I don't know if you remember this one, but this minister sends a letter. His name is Doctor. Uh, sorry, uh, no, he, Larry McGuire, MP. He's a minister, Canadian minister. He sends a letter to the Department of Defense or the Canadian Department of Defense um, about recovered UAP material. Now I don't know if he's, he's covering his ass. Because he's worried that the U.S. is opening up and the people are going to find out soon. So, you know, a lot's going on here, you know, uh, and because the five eyes, U.K., um, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, they're all involved in this. So maybe they're, they're, these guys are covering their ass before it comes out. But that's what this, this letter is kind of saying something like that. He goes, no, I'm, hold, hold yeah. on really quick. You said the yeah. five eyes. Yeah, the Five Eyes Agreement. So it's the U.S., U.S., U.K., US UK, uh, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. Is that the fifth one? Yeah, Five Eyes. It was signed it, 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 after. Yeah. Sorry, the agreement with who? 
with those five with with us uh, us it's just a it's just an agreement between all the countries those five countries yeah they call sorry i just wanted to clarify oh yeah sorry yeah so it's a five it's it's an intelligence agreement too where they share information about different intelligence that they're gathering um and apparently all of them have done uap also so there's any crashes that happen um I guess UK would be responsible for like for for Europe. I don't know, but anyway, this guy, this minister, sends a letter to the to the Secretary of Defense of Canada. Uh, I'm concerned that expected upcoming public announcements will be coordinated between AKUS, which is the Five Eyes thing, which could damage Canada's credibility with our allies and the Canadian public on the global stage. There's an opportunity to have a prepared communication plan in place by May 2023. To reduce this risk, obviously that's already passed. Um, but here's he's saying here, as Minister of National Defense, you may not be aware, Defense Research and Development Canada (DRDC) has participated in efforts to analyze UAP, which is publicly traceable to circa 1950. So he's saying the Canadian government's been doing this, helping the U.S. doing doing this, studying UAP since the 1950s. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. But no, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is surprise us, but it's crazy that this stuff is coming out, and he's sending this, you know, this letter to cover their asses. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to, they want to help Canada's credibility. Um, yeah. Do Good you remember that. Paul Hellier of Canada? Of course. I mean, he was an ex Secretary of Defense of, uh, for our listeners, ex Secretary of Defense of uh, of Canada. He read Philip Corso's book. Uh, day after Roswell, he was very outspoken against the U.S. government shooting down UFOs and aliens, saying, "What are they doing? That they need to, you know, stop keeping this secret." Um, so, you know, it's great. Of course, this started showing up again, right? Like, well, speaking of Canada, remember Paul Hellier? You know, <laughs> it's a seven-minute clip, but let's see. I'm sure he always has nice nuggets in what he's saying. I won't play for too long. Decades ago. Visitors from other planets warned us about where we were headed and offered to help. But instead, we, or at least some of us, interpreted their visits as a threat and decided to shoot first and ask questions after. The inevitable result was that some of our planes were lost, but how many were due to retaliation and how many were as a result of our own stupidity is a moot point. Wilbert Smith, one of the first Canadians to take an active interest in the subject of UFOs, asked the visitors about the accidental destruction of our aircraft by flying into the vicinity of a flying saucer. The response, and this is uh, Wilbur's words, We were informed that although a few of our aircraft had come to an unfortunate end by what they considered the colossal stupidity of our pilots, they were now taking corrective measures to avoid our aircraft. I asked them, and this is still Smith, I asked them what happened, and they said, well, the fields around the saucers in order to hold them up, in order to produce the gravity differential, the time field differentials, which were necessary to operate the ship. 
These sometimes produced field combinations which reduced the strength of materials to the point where they were no longer strong enough to carry the loads that the materials were expected to carry. Now, as we know, aircraft, particularly the military type, are built with a rather small factor of safety. And in these regions of reduced binding, the materials are no longer strong enough to carry the load and the craft simply comes apart. So basically they're trying to avoid us because it's dangerous to our crafts. So, you know, but we sit there and we blow them up because we think they're hostile. But then, you know, they know that the, tech, the technology that's making them float and, you know, do what they do also is a danger to aircraft that's near them. So, they're so taking- what you're saying is that an unknown species comes to our planet and when they get attacked, they avoid the things that are attacking them? <laughs> is that weird? Isn't that that is crazy? <laughs> but no, instead we try to figure out other ways to get to them before they try to avoid us, so we don't get hurt. They sound kind of angelic in a way. You know, I don't want to go down Doctor Greer's route here. You know, <laughs> definitely, not, definitely not all of them, right? But uh-huh. if we're still here, doesn't that mean they're a little bit like benevolent in a way? I mean, they could have just completely destroyed us. So I, maybe they. So we've we've important. we've talked about that 4chan leak before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. So if they're zookeepers, then that would technically make them benevolent, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. That they really eventually. I mean, essentially, all they really care about is um, the planet, you know, and 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 that's surviving mm-hmm. um, and us really not killing ourselves. You know, they, we kind of right. do have freedom, just not complete freedom to destroy ourselves and the planet. So we're integral, right. With whatever the plan is. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Just as long as the plan doesn't get thwarted. Um, whatever, whatever that plan could possibly be. Yeah. So, you know, Hellier's great. He, unfortunately we lost him uh, not too long ago, I think during COVID or something or right before that. But he has great speeches online. He's, he was he he wrote books. He was out trying to get this secret out when he find when he found out about it, and was convinced about it. So, anyway, people have been trying for a long time. You know, in, in positions of power, he's one of them. Um. So this happened this week. Yeah, now this is this has been the story this week. <laughs> yeah, it's been everywhere. Um, Titanic tourist submarine may be stuck in ship's wreckage. This is this is from last week. So this is before we found out. Um, it has 60 hours of air left and has been missing for more than 24 hours. So these, one of these guys is a billionaire, right? Um, there was a 19 year old, I think, I think it was a 19 year old kid too. Yeah. One of them was a billionaire who went, who went down there. Um, it was a 19 year old kid also there or something, but it was five people that went well, down. Okay. Okay. So the story is that if I am remembering this correctly, some guy made his own submarine, right? Yeah, and he used a PS2 controller to drive it. Here it is. Yeah, and it was a quarter of a million dollars just to have a ticket on there, and it was the whole point was to go look at the Titanic. And I don't really know the details, but they got stuck down there. They got lost within forty-five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, they lost communication with it forty-five minutes in. Yeah sad it really is sad i mean we knew something was up i mean 
obviously now there's stuff that's come out saying that the Navy knew about it. It was kept secret because of the, the whole Hunter Biden thing. And they were waiting for that information to come out. And then they came out and told everyone that it's gone. Yeah. Um, but I want, I mean, it, it is tragic. But then, you know, I shared with you this and it was um, what a what an implosion means. So catastrophic implosion of a submersible submersible explained. When a submarine hull collapses, it moves inward at about 1,500 miles per hour. That's 2,200 feet per second. The time required for complete collapse is 20 over 2,200 seconds, about one millisecond. A human brain responds instinctually to stimulus at about 25 milliseconds. So they wouldn't have even known that they died, basically, he's saying here. It was, yeah, a, a quick, instantaneous, a quick, merciful death. Yeah, the air auto ignites and an explosion follows the initial rapid implosion. Large blobs of fat, uh, that would be humans, incinerate and are turned to ash and dust quicker than you can blink an eye. So, right, they didn't, it wasn't a torturous death or anything like that. Um, obviously, still scary to think about, right? I mean, they knew they were out of communication 45 minutes in. So, you know, panicking happened. You know, basically, yeah. would you, would you ever, let's say, you know, there's some sort of submersible, um, 100% safe. Yeah. It's definitely not going to, you know, implode or whatever. Would you ever pay money? Well, or even would you ever go down and, and want to do that kind of thing? Not an experimental crap. No, 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 no. I'm saying, oh. I'm saying, if you had, there was a hundred percent chance of you oh, surviving yeah. and returning to the surf surface. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, Man, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. I mean, why? Because it's uh, claustrophobic. It's too small. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I have no, I have no love for the ocean. Uh, I think the ocean is gross and disgusting. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like fish. I don't like seafood. Um, really and cool. I, I have no interest in seeing the Titanic. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a little bit strange what to put yourself in that situation just for that. I mean, what do you, what are you gonna do? Oh, oh hey, look, here's an old boat. Um, here's some dead people. Cool. It is. You know, like I don't understand. I just don't understand the. I think maybe I'm be maybe I'm a little too cynical about it, but I just don't understand why. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean. Again, if it's a hundred percent safe, yes, I'd be like, all right, sure, why not? You know, but I wouldn't. For, for what definitely. purpose? What are you going to see? What are you going to see that you can't look up <laughs> I mean, on the is, internet it, or something? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if you can't look it up, I mean, because it is at really crazy depths, right? I mean, I don't know what. Right, the, and it's it's split in half, and uh, I mean the tight the whole story of the toy the toy Titanic. The, <laughs> the whole story of the Titanic. Toity toity. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it is, but yeah. I have no interest in seeing it on the bottom of the ocean. I mean, I agree. I mean, unless it's treasure there, forget it. You know, who cares? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to cover this. James O'Keefe, now he has his own. Uh, he left, obviously. Yeah. But he's still doing what he's doing. And he apparently got a BlackRock executive. Shocker. But, I mean, yeah, we know about BlackRock. We know how how powerful they are but this guy was like some hr person i mean i don't know how high up he was but and i don't know the thing is a lot of these people that they catch it's uh it's from dating apps right um <laughs> it's he's got they get hot chicks basically or at one point before this was a gay guy uh but they they get people to date i guess these corporate guys who never probably don't go on dates ever 
and then get them to confess things about their job and the companies they work for. So this is the same thing, basically what happened here in BlackRock. And you can't tell if he's like trying to show off to this chick <coughs> or, <coughs> sorry, or if that really happens, if, you know, they buy out politicians. Um, it's not shocking, right? We all pretty much right. know they do this. Um, the influence BlackRock has on right. our politics and the influence they have on our culture. So to do that, what better place to start a hidden camera investigation than into a self-described gatekeeper at BlackRock? Like, you're kind of like a f***ing gatekeeper at BlackRock. Yeah, I am. I, I decide people's fates. Every f***ing day, I literally decide how somebody's life is going to be shaped. That's so powerful. Yeah, it's... it's I mean, you know, the, the whole thing of, like, domination from a concept is just, it's, it's so interesting. Introducing Serge Varlet. I mean, that sounds like a psychopath. Huh? He goes, he's talking about domination. He goes, it's right. so interesting. I was just going to uh, say this. This is what we talked about a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, you have to, you have to have a certain um, genetic makeup or, or mindset, know, men mental mindset, where you're okay with this because most people are not. Like people can be your boss or whatever, and 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 that's fine. But the fact that you want to like dominate someone, like a CEO would do, uh, you have to be a sociopath. Yeah, and, and yeah, and that's exactly what he says. He even knows this because at some point he goes, he goes, yeah. he goes. Normal people don't care about this information. He's basically she's basically saying, how come you know how come uh, people don't talk about this or how come it's not big news? He goes because normal people don't care about this. It goes over their head or something like that. He said. LinkedIn says right. he's worked for Morgan. Anyway, uh, our listeners can go in and read this if you haven't heard about this already, or if it's not surprising to you that BlackRock with trillions of dollars. At its disposal is not. I don't even. To... Okay, this, this is what scares me. I know BlackRock uh, yeah. buys up property. What is the purpose of this company? What do they do? <laughs> because they because they they're, do everything. They're, they're a mammoth. They're yeah. They're they have twenty trillion dollars or something under management, and they are in every single corporation. And Larry Fink, the CEO, who just sold a hundred million dollars, by the way, maybe because this happened of stock. He he was uh, he was caught in an interview saying that we have to change behavior. Uh, basically, what's happening with ESG, with the boardroom, with the, right. with the boards and corporations, they're the ones pushing it because they have seats on all those boards, and they're basically saying if you want more funding from us or if you want support from us, you have to do ESG, basically anti-white behavior, um, BLM, basically, mm -hmm. you know, all that all that commie Marxist stuff. Um, so that's what they're doing. So it's, it's like destroying the U.S. or, you know, they're very anti-American um, companies, corporations. And, you know, and them being on the boards of like Bud Light and shit is why we see this stuff happening. Yeah, right. You know, but what's their purpose? I don't know. To destroy the U.S.? It's very bizarre <laughs> because, I mean, uh, most of their money is is low, is like pretty much free money from, from the 2000s. You know, when the Fed was like giving out free money. Um, they were doing that and buying up stocks using that money, you know. So a lot of it is that. So they've privatized the market for 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 free from the American people's money. Very disturbing shit, you know. It really is. It really is. And that's why we need to get money out of politics. Because then, how can we win? How can we beat these people? You can't. You're like, it's trillions of dollars, you yeah. know. And Same and with thing. the whole like Bud Light thing, it's like they know that it doesn't matter because yeah, we we uh, what is it? 
the uh, Bud Light is losing business, but then someone, some other brand is gaining business, and it's owned by the same people. And that's what I always <laughs> say about uh, cell phone companies. I think like Verizon, AT and T, and there's one of the other big ones. They're all owned by the same company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's T-Mobile. I might be way off here, but yeah, I mean, all of this is just designed to. Um, well, it's to make people at the top money. It's and also designed to make us argue about stupid stuff. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, this they, is what they always implement this. You know, they so, always implement this communism. Yeah, you remember, like, well, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, Occupy Wall Street. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. They completely derailed that entire thing. Yeah, they did. Because uh, all, all that whole thing started with. We don't like that one percent of the people, um, you know, they don't, you know, we don't like one percent of the people control um, mm-hmm. the entire world. everything and like, yeah, yeah, right. And then they turned it into, you know, uh, LGBT this and uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the complete and race this and race yep. that. I mean, just as long as you make that that this all women there or more black people there, then it's okay to continue doing what they're doing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. I right. And so now, and now, yeah, exactly. Now we've got these DEI positions yeah, yeah. that are so going okay. on that do yeah. nothing. That's why I'm convinced, dude. These people at the top cannot be human, or they they can't be no. that dumb. It must be they're either really inbred for over centuries, so they've lost <laughs> all IQ, or yeah, it's like just aliens forward. up there trying to think they can get away with this because right, it's, just, it's too obvious now. I mean, it's, like, it's got to be something. It's weird. It's very anti-human. Because, yeah, I was gonna say they're not human. They're not. No, they can't no. be. They can't. Or they don't feel they are. At least maybe they feel separate now from us. You know. Right. It's, Really bizarre behavior. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of the lizards, the lizard beings, lizard people, lizard, yeah. Please tell me it's aliens. Oh God! All right, you you go ahead and ex- I know I sent this to you, but go ahead and explain this one. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agree to fight in cage match. So apparently, this started with uh, with Elon Musk. Um, t- telling Zuckerberg that he wants to challenge him to to an MMA match, and Zuckerberg apparently said okay, and now it's being taken seriously. And I think promoters are on this now because you know they see all the money that can be made. Yeah, of course. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if this is actually going to happen. It looks like it might. I honestly, I don't think it will. Hold on, I gotta. Three days oh. ago, we're reaching levels of bread and circus. Exactly. That's ex- that's why I started. That shouldn't even be possible. And yes, it is bread and circus. Just any way to keep us, you know, deflected from what's really going on. We have two billionaires, multi multi billionaires. Like not not like one billion, two billion. We're talking about tens of billions that these guys have. They want to have a cage match fight. <laughs> Uh, the world's going nuts. It's really gone nuts. Uh, it would be fun though. I think uh, I think Zuck would win. And he's much shorter, but he's way more athletic than Elon. I mean, I've seen Elon. Um, I don't think he's an he's an athletic guy, but Zuckerberg is known to go, do his own hunting. Uh, it was funny pictures of him doing water sports. Uh, was it was it skiing water water skiing or something? Yeah, it was really funny to watch him do that. Man, I didn't realize I was muted this whole time. Have you been? Able- <laughs> oh, you were. I thought you left somewhere, so I kept talking. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't know how how long I've been muted for. I wasn't paying. It wasn't too long. Thirty seconds. Okay. Maybe. 
All right. No, I was going to say, this is a great article. Sorry, I had to take some some Tums. I was getting some really bad heartburn. Um, I think, oh, man, I hate Zuckerberg so much. He looks, I mean, just the way he looks, he looks like an alien to me. He does. But I agree with you that I think he would win. Um, Elon is kind of a fat-bodied nerd. Yeah. They're both both nerds, don't get me wrong. (laughs) For sure. And I don't like either one of them. Um, Send me location. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I what I you know what I really want to see. I want to see them put both of them two on one versus like Mike Tyson, oh, and I want to see Mike Tyson absolutely crush them and destroy them. That's what <laughs> I want to see. I mean, that would be so brutal. Their faces would be so messed up. Oh man. So, so yeah, I guess you know the last thing on this going on here was musk saying i have this great move that i call the walrus where i just lie on top of my opponent and do <laughs> yeah <it>. see fat body <laughs> nerd uh i mean they should just do it yeah for bread and I, I just i think it would be the biggest um i don't know a slap fight like it would just be pathetic to watch that's why i don't think it's gonna happen because oh, they're yeah, both be they both have no athletic ability I know, I know Zuckerberg, quote unquote, has like done all this stuff. Right. But I, yeah, I, don't yeah. believe, I don't believe I it for a second. I mean, look at him. The guy is a is a fucking. Uh, he's a nerd. He's a big nerd, completely. But you know, he's got those. Oh yeah, it's not showing here. Yeah, I know. He can post on his Instagram all of his his. Um, those are know, so tra- dark quote unquote man. training he's done. Yeah, it means nothing. <laughs> but I think that's why also Musk said something to him, right? Yeah. Um, I hope they fight. I really do. I mean, and, yeah, it would be a lot of fun. And it'd make them a lot of money. It's not like they need a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, dude, this guy's great. All uh, right, so let's let's move on because I, I was getting fired up there for a second. Yeah, let's move on to the uh, human hybrid aliens to what happened in Roswell. This guy's <laughs> great, by the way. We follow him on Twitter, uh, Richard uh, Geldrike Jr. He's an amazing researcher. The guy, he's on Medium, but he's also on, on Twitter. But I love everything he shares. He found this, um, a lost Roswell incident account from MUFON database. I guess he was looking through it. The date was July 5th, 1947. So you're talking about only a couple of days after Roswell happened. Um, yeah, this is good stuff. So yeah, this is a report of an interview I conducted of a person who was at the Roswell crash site. I'm a retired engineer. Um, I joined the staff of the then new campus of the University of California at Santa Cruz. All this stuff was happening in California, by the way. I mean, the, the research. Right, uh, right. There were several sightings of UFOs in the mountains behind the campus in 1969 and reported to the university. I was asked to interview three people and file a report on everything I could find on, this, on the credibility or evidence in these events. But because it was it was a small campus and everybody in the sciences knew what was going on, I got the unwanted reputation of someone who knew about UFOs. It's a long one. Um, and it go? Is there a way you can um, sum up what's being said here? I mean, this guy was this guy was at um, at Roswell when when the crash happened. Um, and there was a guy that was going out there to the desert uh, or a team was going out there to the desert. Um, that we're going to cut up. Oh, here it is. 
He said he was oh, he was told to cut an opening in the dome big enough for a man to crawl through. By this time, it was getting to be late afternoon, and there were soldiers setting up a bank of portable lights. He said he began cutting a hole from the base of the dome. He said it was a tough alloy and slow cutting, but the, the material was surprisingly thin. He tried bending the, the metal out of his way as he was cutting, but the metal could spring would spring back to its original shape without creasing. He finished his cut and set the metal piece aside and looked into the cockpit for a few seconds before he was ordered off the craft. He said it was difficult to see very far into the craft because of the glare from the portable lights and the cockpit was full of smoke from the cutting torch. He said he saw two beings who appeared to be dead. He said the cockpit had a smell, strong smell of ammonia. Again, that that uh, that uh, always that always comes up in alien abduction. Um, yeah cases ammonia and cinnamon is the other one which is yeah. weird. so he described the two beings as being about four feet tall but they were doubled up so it was hard to say they were wearing what he said were skin type purplish flight suits that reminded him of squins he described their heads as what we now refer to as grays he said there were no visible instruments that he could see he was ordered off the craft with his gear and returned to the airbase uh, it's like they use these people. All right, cut that open. All right, now leave. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that, that's how the military works is, is everything is car, uh, com- compartmentalized. Thank so you so saying. much. Can't talk right now. Microphone <laughs> for my face. Um, but yeah, you know, that's yeah, I, I kind of actually get that. Yeah, yeah, I get it too. And but you know, it's, it's good we have these people who come who come and and say these things. You know, it's going to be I guess the military lets them because who's going to believe them, kind of thing. Right. right. They, they don't even believe what they're seeing, what they're seeing. Um. So just to go around that, this is aliens kept in secret base. I don't I don't know where it came across this, but it's about an extraterrestrial that was kept in Los Alamos, and then the Los Alamos underground base has been. Um, I guess decommissioned, which means it's empty, which means people can go into it. I think that's why this came up. Is okay. that now for, the fir- now for the first time we can actually see this? Yeah, see Los Alamos National Laboratories, mm-hmm. um, top secret, super secure Los Alamos vault declassified. So this just came out, uh, and there and then because there's, there's been a story that there was an extra uh, extraterrestrial in there. And basically, people are saying, well, you know, that's really messed up and very inhumane of us to do because, you know, look at this place. It's, it's like a prison. 48 until May of 1949. So after World War II, nobody quite knew what to do with the laboratory. In those years following World War II, the laboratory's future solidified under Norris Bradbury. So this tunnel was one of the first of many construction projects of the era, rebuilding the laboratory and making it a permanent place, an asset to the nation. The... Uh, interesting thing about this facility is it goes about 230 feet um, back into the cliff face and at the end there's a bank vault storage area. There's five uh, separate bank vault located in a, a, yeah, a room that has a bank vault door. The tunnel was actually used to store the United States stockpile for about nine months from about April of 1949 till May of 1950. And then after that, we used it to store uh, similar materials used for our uh, research and um, development program as we were developing new weapons designs and then testing these designs uh, in the Pacific for a while and then also mm-hmm. at Nevada test site, both um, uh, above so they, ground. And- they made these weapons in this uh, area. 
But anyway, I mean, this article goes through uh, that there was an interview um, with an EBE2, they called him, in 1983. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and here's the picture of that alien in, in there. There's some declassified. Um, what's this from? But yeah, from 1995 or this, I don't know what this is. Uh... We, should, we should do a, um, a deep dive on like secret underground bases that people don't seem to know about. Like, oh, there's, oh that's to be so cool. There's so much. Yeah, I'm not talking about like Area 51 or Dulce, but like stuff right. under like Denver International Airport or I can't remember the name of it. There's a certain hotel that's um, that was like a, a, a place for the president to go in case there was a nuclear war or something. Right, like right. And yeah, we have so many of those underground. That's been yeah, like just seeing, spent on them. seeing that footage, um, you know, of that place is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, who knows how, how much of this is disinformation, you know? Right. Probably a lot of it is. But uh, there, there's a lot of, like, not disinformation about underground uh, bases that the government has done a really good job of of hiding. You know what I mean? Right. And and they have like, done... It's, what yeah. I'm trying to say is it's not crazy um, that places like this exist. Oh, no. I mean, especially when they declassify them. And that was in 1948. I mean, could you imagine what yeah. they have when they start building these things in the 60s and 70s, the technology we have? I mean, I remember reading stuff in the in the 90s that, that uh, people would visit these deep underground military bases and they wouldn't know where the light was coming from. But it was still lit, beautifully lit, you know. So right. and that was, ugh, it's so annoying that we have such an advanced human civilization and it's just not sharing any of this with us, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They hate. I mean, they hate us. They, they truly, do. truly hate us. They must. Yeah, they must. Uh, it's very they musk. Small. They musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Liberation Times. There's some cool stuff coming out of this uh, this website. Yeah, lay it on me. So this one uh, is just a quick one, but I guess they've been asking the Pentagon like what they mean by because there's lots of statement statements coming from Arrow saying that uh, they they have not found evidence of extraterrestrial so they asked them they're like okay fine that's ets are you playing semantics like what do you mean do you mean also nine non-human intelligences here on earth so they came back to them and told them that the pentagon has now confirmed that extraterrestrial in its statements does cover non-human intelligence or non-human origin right uh, so they're not playing semantics however then they asked them they're like well also we don't think you have the authority to seek this information and then they wrote back um say here it is the issue of potential supplemental statute uh, statutory statutory authorities for arrow whether codified in title 10 or title 50 right that's the one that gives them the authority will be considered as part of its mission requirements this issue however is separate and wholly unrelated to arrows unimpe unimpeded ability to receive all uap related information throughout authorization disclosures again there's a game here they're playing mm -hmm. You know, um, and it goes on with this. But, I mean, there is new information that came out. I wanted to cover this at the end, but I guess I think we're getting close to that. But this also from Liberation Times. I don't know if you saw this. It was Friday. Senate Intelligence Committee proposes amnesty to defense contractors for disclosure of non-Earth origin or exotic materials in approved UFO language. Basically, the government's saying to the contractors, if you have any material, uh, UFOs, uh, extraterrestrial, uh, non-human intelligence, uh, bodies, 
come forward. You have 60 days to come forward and tell us, and we'll give you amnesty. Um, if not, you won't have amnesty anymore, basically. <laughs> so they're giving them a chance. Yeah. And it's man, if the government's doing this, this is serious. You know, I, I mean there's there's definitely something big, you know, I feel like brewing in our near future, whether it's true disclosure or project blue beam i'm yeah. still I, I honestly i'm 50 50 yeah. I, I don't know either yeah. way what it is what do you think i don't know either <laughs> i <laughs> want to say like look the government's now taking this seriously and but maybe and let's just say that it, it is let's go on the truth that uh, on the part that's reality and grush comes forward and says this right and he's a real dude and he's a, mm -hmm. and they know he's not a joke and now this happens and we've always known that these contractors are not coming forward because they're scared uh, rightfully so that they'll be jailed or 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 killed worse than that killed yeah, yeah worse than that for keeping this from the american people uh, what if then this is just a way for them to get away with it but also at the same time give us this information hopefully they just give us the information though i mean yes what they've done is disgusting it's a crime against humanity people have died for this our civilization has been held back because of this but if if we end up getting you know, disclosure where each one of us can have a device in our home and not worry about energy. <laughs> is it yeah. worth it? You know, if, if that's right. what comes out of it. Right. Only other than that, dude, I, then I think it's a psyop then. And we just have to benefit, not them is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's kind of what freaks me out is like the elites will do uh, anything they can to benefit themselves. And I feel like in including faking uh, alien uh, it, it, whether it's an invasion or just like talking about it or whatever, like they'll do anything they can, mm -hmm. um, you to know, power. To, to, to keep all of the shit that they've stolen from us. I mean, yeah, I was even thinking about when COVID was going on and they're doing the, the jab mandates and all that. I'm like, what if it's a deal that they've done where they're like, okay, right. fine, we'll release all this only if all of you are, 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 are jabbed, right? And we can control then what you do even if you say that, you know, this technology is out and then I can figure out how to make a craft and get the hell out of here, right? Maybe they mm. can just, like, kill me before I even, like, leave or while, yeah. I'm, out, while I'm leaving, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, they, I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of we're treated like we are property of something that's, that's owned us in yeah. the beginning. And like they don't want to let go of us kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I wish... A bar i mean other than us really knowing what's going on it's just guessing just guessing right yeah it's all speculation but we have that innate thing in us of being human we can really we have gut feelings about things mm -hmm. um well I, did you see this now so this uh, is yeah, uh, i have but exp explain it this is northrop grumman uh even though it was april 6 2020 they produced an article called hiding in plain sight the argument for invisible aliens this is a huge uh, uh defense contractor they've they've acquired many companies that were part of this program throughout the years so they know what's going on so for them to release an article talking about aliens in another dimension that are right near us that uh that that we can't see them but they can see us you know, it's crazy. And they're, they're talking about we are not alone and that we need to look at the universe in a different way. That's not just us. And it's not just this dimension. There's others out there that can come in and out of our dimension. 
And I mean, it's just very timely that this is shared <laughs> once contractors that want to get immunity. Yeah, of course. For Weird- keeping it secret. Weirdly enough, this is like the thing that makes the most sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. That's interdimensional, right? Yeah. Instead of like far out there, uh, right. interstellar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have to ask the right you're, questions. You're, you're right, though. I mean, the timing is very suspect. Yeah. And anyway, I, I'm not against giving them um, amnesty. But there was just murders done. So maybe with maybe those people that committed murders, maybe they don't get amnesty. But if you're just a contractor and you just worked for Northrop Grumman and you were part of this and you come forward, you know. But actually, no, sorry, that law is for the contractors themselves. So the companies they won't get hurt. Like if there's one if there's one thing we've learned here, they always win. Yeah, yeah, every time. <laughs> Every time. But you know, okay, how about, but you know, this is what I was saying. I'll put it out there. If I'm, if this disclosure, one, leaves us alone as in saying that we are part of the problem of pollution in this world, okay, so we have an energy source that doesn't pollute, right? Mm-hmm. And then two, gives, gives, makes all of us like not worry about energy anymore, like having a device in your home that you don't have to pay for anymore. It's free energy, right? Mm-hmm. If those, if that comes out of this, then I'll believe it. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I I, I guess I'm just (laughs) so cynical that um, nothing that comes out of this comes out, you know, from this is going to benefit the people that I'm again being I'm being very cynical. Yeah, because that's been the pattern. And since since powerful people obviously are kind of behind this, yes, there might be a rift or something going on in the background, you know, but still nonetheless powerful people. Um, and they're making powerful decisions like this using the U.S. Congress, right? It's not a joke. To that, they're they're forcing this out. Now, who don't we just don't know what the what the motivations are? I mean, I thought about yeah. this, and it might be also since we're so much in debt that maybe we have no choice. We have to get this stuff out, uh, monetize it, you know, and and I don't know, reinvigorate the the economy or something like that. But that would be. That would make sense, though, right? Or it would be it would, it would be a more benevolent way of thinking, right? I'll, I'll you hope so. I, I hope so, right? I hope so. Um, so yeah, I, just quickly to wrap up, there's this nice video from from Poland. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going there. This one is a lot of zooming of it. Uh, it's a cool video. So Poland is having a little bit of a flap. It seems like we've talked about the Columbia flap that's going on. Our contact is there. Yeah, um, he's seen some stuff, um, but yeah, it seems like there's po- the stuff going on in Poland. But also, again, w- while not like an area of conflict, they're definitely close. It's near it. It's near it. Yeah, yeah. But they're seeing um, the video we're looking at now. Another metallic object sphere, sphere um, right. is is seen in the sky right outside of a. Um, looks like an apartment building yeah just right in the middle of the day yeah right like in the middle of the day they're getting more and more bold so <laughs> either either uh this is some sort of um viewing device created by i don't know some government mm-hmm. around the world or this is a you know true like a uh, foo fighter oh did you ever find that uh brazilian clip that we wanted to what? talk about earlier uh the one, the one that was hidden huh 
The one that was hidden? Or, or wait, Brazilian? Wasn't it Brazil? Wait, the, the one, one... The, it looked like a guy who was completely made of light was Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. No. Because um, I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Well, here, okay. talk, talk for a bit yeah, while I find it. Okay. So someone in Brazil uh, filmed something crazy. Um, they were filming out on the side of a hill. And it looks like from the video that there's someone. I mean, it looks like they're on fire or they're made of light. There it is right there. <laughs> and it is such i mean th- I, again this is high strangeness they're not that far away where they're like filming through binoculars or something they're filming it looks like like outside their their backyard and there's oh my God. yeah it looked i mean it, it's a, in the shape of a person uh, uh made of light just hanging just out, out or, there in the hill yeah and this on, is the booties oh. right of of brazil it's not yeah, like someone is, is like you know, is there some kind of camera trick you can figure out about this? Um, I look so I looked into this, and even if you read the comments on Reddit, no one can. I mean, unless this is really convincing CGI, um, I have no idea what this even is. It just it looks like it's the shape of a person, it's made of light, and it's walking up the hill. It's absolutely bizarre. What does that say? I can't read it. <laughs> a lifetime of working in a nuclear power plant has given me this healthy orange glow and left me <laughs> as impotent as a Nevada boxing commissioner. <laughs> all right. So nobody's got any answers. It's all jokes. It's very, uh, very cool footage. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely bizarre. It's bizarre. And, and you know, th- again, there's that one in Argentina that came down that looks like this. Is that, uh, one of the, the, fir- the first clips we looked at that was also going like this, so yeah, very strange. Yeah, high strangest is, is it, re- it really is. And the world is getting more and more stranger by the day. It's like, uh, you know, when you're nearing the apocalypse kind of thing, yeah. Well, so it's funny earlier today, I was watching this time, not reading, yeah. watching the Mothman prophecies. Uh-huh. Uh, great movie, I highly recommend it. Uh, that movie is nothing but high strangeness. It's absolutely fantastic. Very cool movie. I love it. I really love it. And the book too. The book. Uh, the book is obviously re- really good. Yeah. I know um, it's probably been debunked, but the movie <laughs> is is so good. It's so yeah. good. Thanks, Hecklefish. It's Hecklefish's fault. He ruined it. <laughs> Listen, people. <laughs> well, it's been, this is a great episode. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun, man. Yeah, me too. So we got another one to record, huh? We do have another one to record, and we'll go through and listen to Michael Stratt. We'll hang out, basically. Um, that way it won't be too too stressful on us. But there's a lot of information in there. I think our listeners will be, you know, I think it will be a good thing for them to see, like, how old uh, this is, how long this is going, going on for, and mm-hmm. how, I guess, intertwined it is with, with our country, you know. And, um, you know, it, it solves, you know, when you know about this, it kind of, makes other things make sense of what our government does i mean um, yeah definitely with this thing thing in the background there yeah we'll watch that we'll comment on on the different cases you know that he talks about it also kind of makes you uh more cynical (laughs) (laughs) when when looking at government yeah and that exactly i mean if if they've been covering this stuff for so long and yeah. something, something so serious like this. Yeah, exactly. It just makes so much. It makes things make so much sense too. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So well, yeah, yeah. 
Well, we want to thank you all so much for listening to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Uh, that's Topher. Or wait, no, I'm Topher. No, no, you're you. Topher. Right. <laughs> that's Adam. I'm Topher. Um, we will see you all in just a little bit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. All Follow right. us on Twitter. Give us some feedback. Oh, on, yeah. Guys. I always Give forget feedback. about doing the social media stuff. Uh, here, you go ahead. You take that. Follow us at uh, UAP the podcast. That is our uh, our handle. And you can follow Topher at Topher at all also on Twitter. Hit us up. Follow us. You know, interact with us. We love that. Um, give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Um, you know, obviously, we love bringing this to you guys every week. So give us some dopamine. Make us feel appreciated. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Uh, yeah we're on every single platform so yeah make sure to follow us and like us review us share it with your friends and family all right awesome all right we will uh, I, well then i guess we'll see you in a little bit <laughs> in a bit yeah all right